Yes, indeed, my friends. The Jason Dick and Friends podcast is back. Slight delay, I could tell you about that. Or I could tell you about Poker House Austin, the presenting sponsor of the Jason Dick and Friends podcast. It's up at Hester's Crossing and I-35. Open right now. Every day of the week, they got cash games. Uh, weekdays, they have a big uh, noon tournament, 6.30 p.m. tournament as well. Check them out on the Poker Atlas app for all the details on their promotions. The Flush Frenzy, I believe, at the time of this recording, is up to $10,000. Incredible kitchen. And as always, I want to uh, remind you, Friday nights, we do the Beat the Dick tournament, a bounty tournament. Bust me, and you're going to receive $50 plus an extra special prize as well. Mention my name or this podcast and get your first month membership for just $1. It's Poker House Austin, presenting sponsor of the Jason Dick and Friends podcast. Today, it's a sports edition. We've got Nick. We've got Dave B. Think you guys like these? You can uh, get at me, jasondickaf at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Let's do it. All right, there they are. It's my uh, number one friend, assistant host of the program, Nicholas Hajda. What's up, buddy? What's going on? How are you? If my uh, performance is augmented, it's because I have chicken in my teeth and I have not been able to floss. But that's the kind of sacrifice I make for you guys, so... (laughs) And that would augment your performance? That's a, a performance enhancer? Ne- negatively. That seems like something you guys would do at Gerald High School before a big football game. Like, everybody just take a big a big rip out of a chicken breast. That way you, you got protein in, you, in your mouth throughout the game. Oh, Blair Barkley's dad would make us some chicken spaghetti on Thursday nights. We all had like a team, a team dinner. Right. Carb and, uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the ass to the ass, the assistant to the assistant host is our guy, Dave B. Dave, what's up, my man? How are you? Woo! I'm well, guys. <laughs> Just happy to be back. Uh, talk plenty of football, AFC, NFC championship games today. Is Bill, Bill Belichick done? Is he done in the NFL? Uh, personal beefs, of course, but I, I want to start with this. Real quick, uh, Swift Kelsey news, but not Swift Travis Kelsey her sweet box mate, Jason Kelsey. Is Jason Kelsey the coolest dude in all of the NFL? Yeah. He's got to be. Yeah, he's he's uh, approaching that uh, interesting, most interesting man in the NFL territory. That's pretty and th- cool. And I think he's probably going to be retired any second now if he's not already by the time you hear this. Uh, but he, if you were not watching football, thanks for listening to this podcast, but he was in the sweet box <laughs> with Taylor Swift and the rest of the Kelsey Swift clan. Uh, and he's, it's very cold in Buffalo, I presume. Uh, and he's in there with just sweatpants on, no shirt, pounding beers and constantly jumping in and out of the box to, which is a gangster move, by the way, he's wearing, he's repping the chief's colors and is going down with the Buffalo fans and, and pounding beers with him. Uh, I just think he's an awesome dude. And I like, I like, uh, Jason Kelsey. I thought the way he leaped back into the suite was like a feat of strength. Profes- professional like that was athlete. quite athletic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you don't have to retire, man. Well, at, at first when I saw that, I thought that like I first saw the screen cap on Twitter. I thought it was just some random Bills fan who was shirtless because they had one of those at the Chiefs that was a Miami Dolphins guy that may or may not have lost all of his limbs from frostbite. Uh, so I was like, oh, hey, look at that. Buffalo Bills uh, getting in Taylor's way. That's awesome. And I was like, oh, it's Jason K- Kelsey. Okay. But like... I mean, he was already, I mean, we, we replayed it when he announced his, or didn't announce, Adam Schefter announced his retirement, uh, the whole mummer speech from the, the Super Bowl parade. Like, Jason Kelsey has yeah. long been this dude, so this is just confirmation. And I, for one, if, if this is what, like, uh, the first week of his semi-retirement is, I'm here for it. I, I'd love this. Well, Keep going, when- Jason Kelsey. He's about to be the number one Kelsey. Uh, see, that's what you say about to be. When the... When the whole, uh, you know, the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing first erupted and, you know, he was uh, hosting Saturday Night Live, Travis Kelsey was, I'm like, I'm telling you, everybody was praising his performance. I was like, I'm yeah. telling you guys, Jason Kelsey is the better performer, okay? When, when they're, they're retired and he's an analyst on TV somewhere, he's going to be kick-ass. Uh, but he might not even do that because I know their podcast, like, just prints money now. So he he is your number one Kelsey right now. You Jason Dick number one without a heart. doubt, without a doubt. Look, okay. I have. I hang, have hang, 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 hang. Oh, okay. Are you aware that he is a McMuffin guy? <laughs> Did you see the thing about his McDonald's order? He went and gave a jersey to his favorite McDonald's drive-through worker uh, to celebrate his not retirement, 
and his order is two sausage and egg McMuffins. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, they are Ohio people, which you can never you can never really trust them. <laughs> uh, we right. got Skyline Chili. You're right. Yeah, that ain't fucking chili, uh, dude. That's spaghetti. But uh, the, clearly, the sausage biscuit with egg is the is the superior product. Uh, hey, remind me. Maybe we'll come back around to it. I have a I have an interesting sausage biscuit take that I, I want to do. Uh, but Can't no, wait. that's that's fine. Jason Kelsey, uh, you know what? You're cool enough, dude. You can eat whatever you want. He eats two egg McMuffins. <laughs> I know everyone's huh? talking about the uh, the Taylor Swift suite jumping in and out, yada yada. But did you also see on Twitter before the game he was just out and about roaming the parking lot where all the Bills mafia was tailgating? Yeah. He was doing bowling ball shots like just amongst the common folk. I also want to know, is it on record? How many beers can this dude pound in a sitting? Because I'm under the impression that the number is like well above a case. I was told. He, or, he said that 20 beers has him at a five. Yeah. So I saw the so, same shit. the yeah. same tweet that you did, Nick, that uh, it was the day of the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl parade when he gave the famous speech. Uh, and they asked him how many beers he'd had at that point, And he said about 20. And they said, rank your drunkenness on a scale of zero to ten. And he said five, uh, yeah. which you see in there. He's I, I don't know exactly which brand he had, but he's drinking a light beer. And it was like it was Bud Light, boo, boo, Blue Light or something. I thought it was like some weird I, Buffalo uh, beer. Yeah, I, th- I thought it may he have been a Bud Light. I thought he might have had some sort of uh, signature or you oh, know, augmented can. Is it can Le- that Le- he Blot? Had. Labatt yeah, Blue I, is the Canadian thing that made Pamela Anderson famous. Maybe it's a Labatt Blue light. This is not particularly a, a you know territory that I should conversate a lot about, but I would tell you guys, I can get 20 beers deep and be fine, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's when I start mixing in some of the other uh, clearer products with it, uh, sometimes the browner products with it, uh, yeah. that that's when the things uh, start to get problematic. Also, on like the third day of having 20 beers, uh, that's, that's also an issue. But yeah, one day at the football game, 20 beers, no problem. I mean, I'm, I might, just, not I'm be just as, proud that- I might not be as smooth getting in and out of the box as he was, all right? But I could get 20 beers down me. I would like to see you try to get in the box after like six beers. <sighs> I have a, I just an, like that an Jason and- update I can do for you later as well, Dave. Both Jasons are currently like the same. They're basically unemployed, but hosting podcasts. So, you know, <laughs> you know what? Exactly the same. All right. Yeah. Hanging with Taylor Swift. No problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the next thing I wanted to talk about. This is uh, what do Taylor's people think of that? Like I have, I've already, we can talk about the Travis Taylor relationship thing in a second. Because I'm kind of coming around on that, I, I guess. But like, it was always weird to me that she's like the most famous person in the world and is going out with this meathead. Okay, fine. But now you're at the football game. This has become a thing. It's like when there's a touchdown, they cut up to the box to show her. But now you just see her behind this gigantic shirtless dude who's just pounding beers. What does Team Taylor think about that? Are they like, oh, yeah, this is fine? I'm sure they love it. Like, they, I mean, look, they Taylor's there. She's... That's her future brother-in-law. They're they're all about it. They love everything she does. Do you think that they're yeah. like, oh my god, get out of the way, Harry man? I want to see Taylor for I the twenty third th- time. I do think so. I think no. that they, uh, check uh, check Swift Twitter. What do they call it? The same the same way that you know for the first month or I don't know is it still happening that dudes were getting all like, oh, I'm so fucking sick of seeing Taylor Swift at the football game. Show the game, man. I'm sure if you checked Swift Twitter, there'd be a whole bunch of like, who is this guy? Get out of... Taylor's trying to watch her man. Who is that guy? Okay, first of all, did you appreciate him doing the heart sign to her? You know what? I didn't know that that was a thing that she did until I found out later in the game that she she is the the heart sign. But yeah, that was... That was very sweet. That was very nice. What did you, who do you think that was too? <laughs> like, I just thought that was a thing the kids did. Just did a hot Actually, dog. I thought he was directing it at the Buffalo because the, the Bills fans were quite hostile. Yeah, throwing throwing the throwing the snowballs. Don't you get thrown out of a of a of a uh, dude? This is the same franchise that was throwing dildos on the field. Do you really think they're going to be like, oh, snowballs? Get out of here! I also was it snowing. Like did they no, did they bring it was the, from the week before? Did they bring their own snow? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
It's left from the week before. God, I could never survive. I could never survive in this climate. Mm-hmm. I just think it's cute that you think that the Taylor Swift people are on Twitter. Yeah, go go find me a Swifty on Twitter. It TikTok, you old man. The kids, the the the, the Swift kids, are, the Swifties no, are on TikTok. They are not on Twitter. Taylor Swift. I thought they'd be on Be Real. That seems more like a a Swifty sort of. Swifties app. go all the way up to your mom's age. Okay, that's that's why she's the biggest star in the world is because she is the favorite of fourteen year olds and fifty four year olds. No. All right. Anyway, I, I think there's a boardroom meeting somewhere right now going, uh, hey, we need to reposition Taylor away from this big uh, bare-chested ape during some of the football games. Right. No, um, it wasn't uh, Kylie that was made behind the jacket. That was Juszczyk's wife. I was going to say, like, she. I, I don't know. I, I think they've accepted him. Hey, one last Kelsey question because I know you're moving off. Uh, do you expect him to be one of those linemen that loses a bunch of weight? I mean, because he was he was looking pretty good, pretty yeah. pretty good there uh, already. Um, but like, if, if is, is there any chance that he gets like super skinny, like uh, Matt Burke, Joe Thomas, and is better looking objectively than Travis? Like, what if like Travis is the ugly brother? Oh, well, I think he's the ugly brother right now. Uh, I know, but, uh, but <laughs> that's your that's your. I your would fat say brotherhood. I think he's more likely to go down than to go the other way. Like, you know, there's some players, it's usually running backs, but it's, there's some players uh, who retire and you're like, you're like, Oh, this guy, this guy's going to pack them on. Um, You know what? Speaking of that, a good shot, Emmett Smith, keeping it tight. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did not see Emmett Smith. What did he do? Is he out there with Kirk Herbstreit's dog? Is this something I'm supposed to know about? He's in a commercial with Peyton Manning, but I guess mostly I saw him in the the Ring of Honor with the Cowboys and Jimmy Johnson. Oh, right, right, right. Which didn't fix the curse, Jerry. He's he's too vain to get uh, filled up, Emmett Smith. Um, uh, Which I do not think, I don't think that's the case with Jason Kelsey. But it depends on how deep into TV land he wants to get. Like if he wants to be a big time deal on TV, they're probably gonna they're gonna slim him down and trim. No, up the they're beard they're gonna do well. the Kelsey cast, and that's it. He's gonna do the podcast. He's gonna do that, and he's just gonna drink beer. How many more stations can hire former players? Like these pregame shows are out of control with like six dudes all wanting to chirp in their two cents. Most of them don't have shit to say. There's well, if if you check the internet, I'll tell you there's an infinite amount. Okay. There's two, fa- three faces, including mine, sitting on the screen looking back at me right now. Uh, who, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be, you know, on the main network broadcast, but he could be on one of the ESPN talk shows. Or there's, uh, I had to figure out how to work a Peacock to watch a game a week ago. Uh, and apparently there's just a million shows. Chris Sims has his own show on the Peacock, Matthew Barry is on the Peacock every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know, I didn't know about any of that well, stuff. So, yeah, I think with, there's with the a bunch Kelsey's- of options. That's ESPN uh, drafting off of them and the, and their viral influencer success. Like that's not like the Kelsey. Yeah, of course you want us on that show. Why would like get at our audience? Yeah. Do you think Travis? This is I've been wanting to ask this for a while, but now it, you know he's probably going to the Super Bowl again. Had two touchdowns uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, this is this is just a stupid question. There's no way that he would say his life was better a year ago. No, I would agree to that. This is the worst. This is the worst season of his career. I mean, they're the worst, the worst one that he's had in eight years, nine years, something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, not really. Is the, I think if you look at his stats, they're still pretty good. He's got more drops. He looks eh. older, but I think on the stat the line, the first now, time he didn't have a thousand yards, and I think he could could have uh, could have had eight straight seasons with a thousand yards, but he didn't. Ah. Gonna lose that record to Mike Evans. Sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> I think it's the tight ends, tight ends with uh, that many. Oh, straight. well, whatever. Okay, Mike Evans uh, probably already has it. Did you? There was an article, I believe it was in the Athletic, maybe, or somebody was top following him. Like his desire a couple years ago was to be as famous as The Rock, and he's got like some pair of friends that are identical twins that do all this PR stuff. And they're the ones that are pushing mm. all this. If anybody ordered the code Taylor, it's these guys. Travis um, Kelsey wanted to be as famous as the rock. Yes. Like he, he, oh. he, this is what he is wanting. So the fact that he is achieving this level of fame is like step, you know, four then, or five well, then, or whatever. In that this case, is, uh, yeah. I absolutely believe his drop off in performance is because of his increase in fame. 
Not no, he's old, man. He's old, and there's nobody to take. Co- he didn't like, look old no. against the the Bills uh, on Sunday. All right, well, but it's... all of a sudden, when when you got to shoot a commercial, you play on Sunday. You got to shoot a commercial on Monday. You got to go see a stylist on Tuesday. All those commercials uh, it, it, were filmed in September. Okay, those were all fresh off of Lions. You, ass kicking, you don't think his date book kicking, is but... filled up a little quicker this year than it, it was a season ago? All right, no, you do all that in the off season. Over under games left in Travis Kelsey's career, thirty two. Oh, well, here, that's an interesting question, Dave, because I want to know what's more likely for you guys: uh, Travis Kelsey retiring after this season, and let's just say a Super Bowl win, sure, um, or even I mean a loss in the AFC Champ, whatever you want. Uh, Michelle Tafoya apparently has speculated or put out the report that he's going to retire. Or Jason Kelsey joins Travis on the Chiefs for one last oh. ride. Well, the Chiefs have probably the best center in the NFL, Creed Humphrey. So that seems unlikely. But I mean, I guess. Try him tackle. Them, Can't be worse. <laughs> one of them could move to guard. Uh, is that. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think that that would be a bad move for Jason Kelsey because he's a Philadelphia legend. All right. And if he left to go yeah, play a season agreed. in But Kansas he's doing City, it for his brother and for Taylor. <laughs> and for Taylor, Jason yeah. Kelsey's leaving for Taylor. <laughs> what yep. is that? that doesn't mean anything. She asked him, and he was like, I can't. Okay, uh, Taylor. Uh, all right, to the personal beefs section of the podcast. You guys are clean in my book. Do you have uh, beefs? What would you? Uh... All right, so no personal beefs here. I will. Uh, let me throw in some, uh, some personal story time, if I will. Here, you know what? This is a beef. Is it too late for me to beef about things uh, from a month ago? It's never too late, bro. Uh, for Christmas, I got. Three pickleball paddles. <laughs> From who? Uh, now, those uh, uninitiated should know. I'm very obsessed uh, with pickleball. And uh, this one is the last however many days have been goddamn awful. Uh, sorry you didn't have a podcast. I didn't have pickleball, all right? So I'm the real loser here uh, yeah. because it was rainy and then cold for a million days. And so, yeah, I don't remember the last time that I played. Uh, but, yeah. I play every day. I have a paddle. I think I made the, the mistake of mentioning to a family member that casually mentioning that I think it might be broken. So yeah, Christmas morning, I get to unwrap three different pickleball paddles. Now, those of you who don't understand how to play, you only need one, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's out there double fisting it with pickleball paddles, uh, you know. And so yeah, I'm like, what am I going to do? With three pickleball paddles. Also, not to seem big time. I can't imagine that anything I would do these days would seem big time. But I do use one of the top of the line pickleball paddles. And all three of these are uh, the the bottom shelf of the Academy version that I would... I would never... They were all, it's the thought that counts sort of paddles. Yeah. I just like how, I'm, I mean, I assume that one was from your mom, one was from your girlfriend, and one was from your girlfriend's kids. Like, did they all well, not no. plan this? Or like, what, like, just the idea, like, were they shocked as well to see that you got three pickleball paddles? Like, nobody, <laughs> well, nobody no, went with they, balls? It was from two different people, all right? Okay. Uh, and, but one of them was a set of two, <laughs> okay? So I'm like, um, that, so you have you someone need, to play you, with, bro. Yeah, you need a friend. Always be prepared. Okay, here, let's. we can just uh, go back to the personal beefs. Dave has decided he's doing the rest of the show while leaned back in his recliner. Uh, your audio has been spectacular, my friend. It's been great. And now you're just going to, you're just going, you're lounging the rest of the way. Is it, does the audio sound worse when I lean back? I can lean back forward. Well, it sounds That's... different. Okay, I'm coming back. No, I'm coming back. I was doing my best to control my tone, you know. Your, your tones have been great. Tones have been superior. They've been excellent, so... Here, Jason, no, I recently, because my pickleball paddle was broken, so I will gladly take those uh, oh. shitty Academy ones, um, but I bought a wood one. I, play, I played a couple of matches with a wood paddle, and I was like, this just feels better for me. Like, I don't oh, know. Yeah? Like, like, I, I want to say the like acoustics, the wood, huh? but that's not the right word. But yeah, I might be a wood guy. Okay. All right. Do you think there's collegiate pickleball teams? I only asked that because he said wood, and it made me think of how you can't use a, a you know aluminum oh. bats in college but wood in the pros or whatever i was like i wonder if there's collegiate pickleball teams it's probably intramural yeah no, I was i'm say, talking like scholarships nobody's getting nil pickleball yet yeah uh yeah i don't think it's a real college sport yet but but possibly 
Uh, all right, here. I guess we just go uh, right. Oh no, 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 no. This is the thing I wanted to do. Um, let's uh, uh, let me pitch this to you live on the podcast, Hasha. I want to have okay. uh, anytime we have a, a sports edition. I just want to do a um, what's on sports radio with Nicholas Hajda, as Nick is a real sports uh, talk show host. Uh, I have no idea. What do you, what do you guys, you guys the, running down UT basketball all the time there? Transfer portal? Recruiting? Uh, we, we try to mention anytime there's something, but like it, it's hard for me. Like I don't care that we signed Arizona's defensive tackle. I mean, yeah, good. Go go get good players. But like that's not like a we got to lead off the show with this. I mean, you know, we do what we do is we, we talk about the games, man. Talk about the games. I did have fun with Pop's audio of uh, uh, what was it, Dave? That he said we're going to hammer his ass. Yes, we're going to hammer Joel Embiid's ass with Wimbenyama. That was hilarious. And then he proceeded to give up seventy points. Well, I mean, he, he was record. he was joking, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I know it was all tongue in cheek. Yeah. People, of like, course, on the internet make it seem like he meant it seriously. Yeah. But anyone that saw the interview knew it was tongue in, tongue in cheek. Well, he, he tongue also, in cheek regardless, just to go out there and give up seventies, like Jesus, man. I didn't see it in the audio clip, but apparently, before he was like, "I can give you some bullshit on how we address Embiid, but like, what the fuck are we gonna do? He's Joel Embiid, yeah." And that's when he went to the whole joking, "We're gonna hammer his ass with Wimby." Uh, but credit to your Spurs, Dave. They kept him in the game. Okay, he got to, he only got to seventy <laughs> because the Spurs weren't behind far enough to get him, you know, set down. Yeah. So that's a that's Wimby a moral had, victory. Thirty uh, three. Is that the game he had thirty three in? Yeah, okay. yeah, something thirty something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but who cares? It's embarrassing if you're the primary defender and your guy drops seventy. We should shame the Spurs fans right now, Dave, because I don't know about you, but the uh, the demand for secondary market tickets to see Wim, uh, Wimbenyama has fallen through the fucking basement, man. All right, at the beginning of the season, I mean, I saw I was selling I was selling preseason tickets for fifty dollars, okay, and now you want to see the Blazers play the Spurs, ten dollars. All right, let's do, let's do it, man. Oh, I'm sorry, my guy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll get it together on the rodeo road trip, and when they come back, you can pump up the price because fans fans will be missing their hometown team. Uh, how many uh, Moody games do you guys get as season ticket well, holders? I mean, we have, have to, to buy them, them separately, and they were but uh, surely those are going to be well. They were exorbitantly the, expensive this year. Did you buy them, Dave? I did, and I'm currently trying to sell six <laughs> premium seats to the Friday night game Spurs and Nuggets. Get at your boy at P Dave B. On Twitter, Instagram, uh, whatever else is out there. Yeah, Blue Sky, I'm there too. Yeah. Did you buy uh, them with the intent to sell them, or did you? Or can you now no longer go to the game? Of course, he's got. I bought six. I bought six tickets to each game, and just figured that I would figure it out. I have now decided that the market indicates that I will be going to the Sunday game, and definitely <laughs> trying to sell the Friday game. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I might get at you, Dave. I might, I might see what's, right. what's going on there. That might be fun to do. Um, other sports radio stuff. Jason, are you ready to yeah. apologize to Dan Campbell? <laughs> yeah, I should. Or, or does he need uh, to yeah. beat the genius Kyle Shanahan first with just biting kneecaps? And... Excellent move, uh, uh, Nick, getting us back into the football. The NFC Championship game is the uh, Lions at San Francisco. That's the late one on Sunday, right? Uh, AFC yes. Championship is Kansas City at Baltimore. Let's start with this. Uh, who do you got? Who do you think is going to win? Who is going to the Super Bowl? Professional sports talk radio host Nick Hodge, do you first? All chalk. Niners, Ravens. Niners, Ravens. I mean, it just if I if I have to pick, I'm going to pick the two most talented teams that are remaining on each side, and that is the 49ers and the um, the, the the Ravens. The Ravens are just playing out of their mind. Like kudos to the Dave's Texans for hanging out in of there their for mind, a half. Or are they playing the Texans? The Texans are good. Sorry, buddy. Mm. Mm. I mean, look this this is the ultimate chat, uh, test for for Lamar Jackson and his legacy in the playoffs. Is you got you got to go through the Chiefs. And you saw last week the Bills thought that they finally had all of the advantages, and oops, nope, wide right. So uh, if, if it ended up being Chiefs Lions, it wouldn't surprise me. But I just I think that the I mean the Ra I think that the Forty ers are the second best team, and the Ravens embarrassed them. So if if they are now never discount Mahomes magic, but 
I, I think the Ravens, and especially their defense. All right, so you have Ravens 49ers, Dave? Yeah. I 100% have the Ravens. I think they're going to beat the Chiefs. Uh, as far as the NFC game, I, I'm i too torn because I definitely don't care for the Niners, and I'm rooting for the Lions, so I don't know that I can make a rational decision. I'm just choosing with my emotions, definitely taking the Lions. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think um, I probably have the same as you, Nick. Baltimore, Kansas City. Uh, I'm a total front runner, and so I've always loved the Chiefs. I've trusted in the Chiefs for many years now, and all season long. And then eventually, I was like, you know what? God damn it, they kind of suck. <laughs> they kind of uh, are no good. And the way the first half of that game was going on Sunday in Buffalo, I was like, oh yeah, they can't win this game. And then as the second half progressed, I started to realize I was like, god damn it, they haven't punted yet. And so picking against Patrick Mahomes, I think that's a that's a dangerous proposition, uh, but. I'm probably going to do it. I probably would say that I have Baltimore. And then excellent, excellent sports talk radio setup there on Detroit versus San Francisco. I was going to focus on the quarterbacks because this is a matchup. Both uh, uh, Jared Goff and uh, what's it, what's my uh, Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy. Mr. Relevant both, versus the number one overall draft pick. Well, both of them are on the Jason Dick all-star team of guys who I do not trust. <laughs> and uh, I have probably been proven wrong about uh, Jared Goff as he seems like he has come around and is probably yeah. the, the franchise quarterback for the Lions. Uh, Brock Purdy, was I proven right about Brock Purdy? He, some of those balls he was throwing last week. Um, you remember when you said you could throw the ball 30 yards, Nick? You could throw it a football was, it 30 was yards. 40, like Josh Allen last year in the playoffs. 40 and I yards. Got, I, I got, it was 40 that I claimed, and I got to 35, I think. We could, uh, uh, there's a TikTok somewhere out there on an account that's probably if defunct we or the, riddled with bots by now. That TikTok uh, versus uh, the wobbly-ass balls that Brock Purdy was throwing uh, this weekend. Wh who throws a tighter ball, you or Brock Purdy? Because that was, that, was, that was ugly. That was ugly, and I cannot believe they won that game. I feel like I've got a pretty good spiral for an offensive lineman. So uh, I would say under 20 <laughs> yards, I probably got it. I probably got him. I probably got him. Really? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, I do yeah, wear I didn't uh, even... both gloves on both hands, though. I'm, I'm a like Teddy oh, two Oh, you're a two-glove guy. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Of course. Of course. Um, the coaching juxtaposition, though, is very interesting because you have the very cerebral, uh, very understated Kyle Shanahan mm -hmm. uh, versus super-duper meathead Dan Campbell. Um I mean, obviously, I, I give Shanahan the coaching advantage. The problem is he just doesn't, doesn't have a quarterback. Can I tell Do you know the <laughs> forecast? What's going to is, is If it's raining, I am picking the Lions 100%. No, and that, that is interesting. I would expect the Niners to figure out their fucking cleats with a whole week. To look at, uh, I right. believe it, it's zero, uh, on 60 field, degrees, no on rain. On their home field. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. No rain. No rain. Yeah, I guess I go 49ers as well. Uh, but. Well, I mean, you're also leaving out the whole Debo news. It's 50-50 if he plays. I, you got to lean a little bit more so Lions if you weren't already, if Debo doesn't go. I, th that, I have adjusted for Debo, and I'm still confidently taking oh. Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and, uh, yeah, against the Lions. Um, now, I will point out, Jason, that uh, meathead Dan Campbell, as you like to call him, the original mm -hmm. inspiration for Jack Reacher, if you guys aren't watching that on Amazon. Um, <laughs> he already beat the the one of the other, I would say, maybe even more cerebral coach than Kyle Shanahan. He beat Sean McVay with the Rams. And it was it was Sean McVay that was having to answer questions about like, mistakes. I don't think he's more cerebral than, than Kyle Shanahan. All right? He's mm -hmm. too pretty. Okay? Do you, do you Nobody do, who do, spends do that much time... Combing their you know, grooming their facial hair is more cerebral. Okay. Oh, he's he's gone L.A. He's got a supermodel uh, wife and everything. Uh, how many plays do you want him to uh, remember for you from when he was coaching um, the Washington Commanders with all those other guys? Have you not seen him do that? Redskins. He remembers Redskins. everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's pretty cerebral as well. Is is this gonna is this a, a gateway to all the meatheads getting jobs now? Like, are there are there going I mean, to be the Raiders did it with uh, Antonio Pierce? Is it? Yeah. Well, and for, so for eight games. <laughs> no, they, no, they, no, he's, he's the official, he's head, the official coach. head coach. They they hired him. Yeah. No way. That news broke yesterday. No yes. way. Come on, dude. Now open your phone once in a while. That's because the Raiders uh, are uh, notoriously uh, cash okay. poor and cheap. That was a, a, a money decision there, I think. But also, 
And apologies to Antonio Pierce if he's not like oh, you have to, he may be cerebral. I don't know. I've uh, just opened my phone and looked it up, and the coach of the Raiders is actually Kirk Herbstreit's dog. Okay, that's who the <laughs> that's who the. I mean, the thing that you're yeah, missing is when you that. listen to a lot of the former players talk, they talk about being a leader of men, and that's something way that they describe Dan Campbell and Antonio Pierce. There's something to be said for dudes that can get the guys to get fired up, rally around them, and play hard, You know, even when they're hurt or maybe don't want to play. Yeah, it'd be nice to have the X's and O's, the cerebral type of coach, but there's more than one way to uh, get the job well, done. Well, I also just think it's it's playing with aggression is going to – like this is an aggressive physical sport. Like that's part of what makes the Ravens so good is not just Lamar Jackson and not just the, you know, their, their defensive scheme, but like, they're just a physical team. Like they, they, they beat you up. And so I think that that's where I give Dan Campbell, like the edge against the 49ers is the fact that they might just go out there and just run it down their throats with Montgomery and Gibbs and, you know, play competent defense and just out physical the 49ers because they struggled with the Packers. And even though know, the Packers played out of their minds uh, really good, like, you know, the the people say about the 49ers that they can't play from behind. And I I don't believe it with Christian McCaffrey, but I just I, th- I think you can't out physical them perhaps is is the best case uh, for the Lions. Okay, so I have Baltimore San Francisco. Nick has Baltimore San Francisco. Dave, you have Baltimore and De- Detroit, is that right? Is that what you Correct. said? Yeah. Uh, yes. here. I want to ask you guys who are you rooting for? And really, I just want to ask Dave so that we can bust on this ridiculous take that he has. Dave? I'm, I'm rooting for the Ravens, and I'm uh-huh. rooting for the Lions. Right. You, you, you texted us specifically that Lamar is the last one that can save us. Yes. He's the last one that can save us from Kansas City. Yeah. Do we I need saving? I don't like, yeah, I don't like uh, the little mini dynasties. Uh, it, you know, I kind of get over it. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see some new right, blood. Right, right. I'm not saying I don't ever want to see Mahomes in the Super Bowl again. I'm just yeah. saying, eh, take take a year off. What's bud. your problem with dynasties? Uh, I don't know. I get bored, dude. I mean, I was a Cowboys fan in the '90s, and when they after they got their third one, I'm not saying I wasn't rooting for them in '96, '97. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. man. Uh, you know, we, we should point out for those of you not watching the television simulcast behind Dave as he's doing this yes. is a, a wall <laughs> filled with San Antonio Spurs gear. Which championship do you think they should have stopped uh, after two, maybe three? Obviously, four was offensive and five was just I mean, the NBA shouldn't have allowed it, frankly. Like we, what? see, they are considerate champions <laughs> and sprinkled it out. Yes, they sprinkled it out. Three out of five, never a back-to-back. They were like, you guys can win some too, but this is uh, our league for the next 10 years. Yeah. The gentleman's dynasty. Right. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Look, exactly. The, pro- the, the, the answer is that you're just a hater, okay? And I know that I'm basically the opposite, and some might say that I'm, I'm worse because I am, I guess you would call me a front-runner or whatever. But yeah, like I like Bill Belichick. I like Nick Saban, okay? I like LeBron James, and part of it is because I enjoy witnessing greatness, okay? I like to see great things happen. Dave is rolling his eyes at me. What? Do you you not believe me? No, I believe that you're a frontrunner. I I very much believe that you're a frontrunner. Okay, but you're the opposite, right? You don't like Nick Saban. I hate Nick Saban. Why? Yes, I root for the underdog. Because it's just... I don't know. I I hear, you know, I've recently heard since the retirement, these like nicer, softer side stories of Nick Saban. But for the most part, he just sounded like an asshole. Like when he got to the Dolphins telling the people in the building, no one look me in the eye. Don't speak to me unless spoken to. Things of that nature. It just his whole persona is that. Yes. Really? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Um, his whole persona is that of an asshole. I don't like to cheer for assholes. That's why I've never drafted Tyreek Hill to my detriment, no less. I get it. I, there's plenty of opportunities I had to get him. And I was like, nope, I don't want to cheer for assholes. So I do my best to avoid assholes or at least not root for them. Which one of the Kansas City Chiefs is the asshole that you're trying to keep out of the Super Bowl? Well, no, they're not assholes. I'm just tired of seeing them win all the time or in the Super Bowl all the time, I should say. I mean, it is ridiculous that he's been to the AFC Championship all six years that he has been like the starting quarterback. Like that is Tom Brady didn't do that. That, that is insane. Uh, here's the thing is, is I feel like Jason might accuse me of this as well with the Tom Brady and the Patriots stuff. I just hate the fans. Chiefs fans 
fuck you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, really? That's, that's I, I don't like Al- Those that's are one good thing mis- with Alabama. Midwestern is, people. I hate that. And I hate everybody's having to talk about these guys all the time. The oversaturation that you get. I am not there yet with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, uh, probably because Andy Reid uh, talking about nuggies and drawing mustaches in commercials. Yeah. That's fun. See, that's uh, what I feel like the Chiefs, if anybody was going to get a pass from you, Dave, the, these guys seem easy to root for. Like Andy Reid is a fun old dude. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is, I mean, he's in a bunch of commercials, but it's not like he's a holier than thou Tom Brady type. You got the yeah. whole Kelsey thing. I feel like they're a fun team. Like top, they are fun, good, good for them. But I just don't want to see them in the Super Bowl every year. Like until he got to Tampa Bay and started drinking that avocado tequila. The most interesting thing about Tom Brady was like, "Am I MAGA? I don't know." Like that, like Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, he's doing the commercials. He's bringing Waterburger to Kansas City. Like I, I'm fine with it. Now I'm going to point this out though. Uh, I think this is rooted not in Dave B's Spurs whatever dynasty thing. It's his Texans fandom because that was the first year with Patrick Mahomes when the the Texans were up on them in the AFC championship and they came back. That was the rise of the Chiefs coinciding with the downfall of Deshaun Watson. I'm doing the Brian Windhorse fingers probably. So you're you're permanently scarred by what the, the Chiefs did to you that day. It's possible. They, we were together I mean, I was, in New Orleans that yes. day, right? I was experiencing the game with you. Yes, yes. So he doesn't uh, that, that remember. Might be it. I never that. thought about that. <laughs> no, no, no. I was mostly. Well. Uh, I don't know. All right, um, Bill Belichick. It's been two weeks. He doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. Is Bill Belichick getting a job? Yeah, he's been interviewed I mean, by think... one team. The Falcons yeah. have interviewed him twice, two times. <laughs> if you're Bill Belichick, you're like, I got to come back. What are you talking about? <laughs> what did you miss the first time? Uh, is he? What's going on here? I assume it all has to do with structure, right? He probably wants control and power, wants to be the GM as well. And I think the people that are already in place are like, yeah, yes, he's the greatest coach ever. But look at his track record. We can't hand over everything to him. Apparently, the scuttlebutt is that Arthur Blank is in love with Bill Belichick. Uh, but everybody else that's in that front office who knows that like doesn't want to deal with GM Belichick, even if he doesn't get that title, they're just like, oh, we don't want to deal with that. Somebody co- potentially coming for our jobs. So they're all pushing back against it. But I, I, I also there's also reports that um, like unnamed coaches, but are probably Belichick are waiting for the playoffs to finish because there might be openings. With, with some of these other teams, which now everybody's saying like, oh, get Sean McDermott out of Buffalo, put Bill Belichick back in the AFC East, oh. mm-hmm. which I, I think is kind of stupid, but I don't know. I'm, I'm also, I'm, I'm just Why do you think it's that he's not the fucking Cowboys coach. So, because I think Sean Bill McDermott Belichick? did a good job. I think Sean McDermott did a good job, especially when you factor in all of their injuries on their defense, which we saw what that did to Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they were able to withstand that and, and still, you know, come very close to, that eh, closest, whatever. To to, I mean, yeah. I don't know. That, I thought that was a really good coaching job, no, defense spectacularly, and that's what Bill Belichick brings. It's like, why is that really an upgrade? Sure, he's got six rings. But you're, hang on. Did I hear you say you're butt hurt that Bill Belichick is not the coach yes. of the Dallas Cowboys? What the fuck? Are I mean, we doing, I would be Jerry all for, I would be all for it. I'm, I'm I'm down with it. But no, that's the thing is that uh, Jerry prefers his yes men. Uh, and Bill is the absolute opposite of a yes man. But I, I legitimately, I, I, say, I, I legitimately thought that his his desire to win a fucking Super Bowl would be greater yeah. than his whatever all this ego stuff and and the idea well, that he's he done wants that a yes man coach. Like, you know, after he went through the Dave Campos of the world, he's like, okay, Bill Parcells, yeah. come on down. You can pick the groceries. You got to let me talk to the media every once in a while and it uh, because worked. he really, really wanted to win. Yeah, and it did. It, it did almost work. But now you, the clock is ticking, Jerry. The clock is ticking. How many open spots are there right now? Is it only like four? Um, I mean, Chargers, uh, Titans just got the Bengals offensive coordinator. I'm pretty sure the Raiders right? do not Washington? have a coach. Washington. Raiders, yeah, the Bears do. They're, they're right. sticking with the Bears are sticking with their coach, Jason. Raiders. They just hired they Antonio, Pierce. Antonio Pierce. No, it's done. Raiders do not have a coach. Yet. I, don't, I don't think so, man. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I think is kind of interesting is that the jobs are narrowing down. And <clears throat> as of this recording, here, let's just do this. This will, this will be fun. Uh, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, who I, I guess it probably is going to get the Chargers job, right? Yeah. Uh, Mike Vrabel, 
and sad old Pete Carroll, who says that he wants to coach, but knows that there's not a spot for him. Let's man, just go with... Let's, I, I kind of want to I, I wanna root for Pete Carroll and say, hey, man, I don't know if it's because he looks like Owen Wilson or Golden Retriever has that kind of energy, but like, I want to, but I'm also like, you're 72 fucking years old, dude. Like, Yeah, but he's, he's a young 72, How man. old is Bill Belichick, Nick? He's 72, but he's got six Super Bowl rings. I, I'm not saying, I don't know yeah. if Belichick works out as the Cowboys coach, but if you're fucking serious yeah. about winning a Super Bowl, you go get the guy who has six of them. Nick, who would win in a mile race, you or Pete Carroll? Ooh. You know what? I mean, I'll let you, are you really thinking about it? He's in tremendous shape. He probably runs two miles every day. I, no, I, look, I've seen the videos of him in practice throwing the football around. Everybody uh-huh. talks about it. Like, he's spry for 72. Okay, I'm, I'm at least spry for 64. <laughs> but you're 40? Yeah. Okay. Look, you if you if uh, you want to do a brisk walk, some speed walking around Lake Mueller, I got his ass. All right, I got his ass. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Y'all should set up a brogging date. It seems like you know now that you're living that life, Nick, you could help Jason maintain his life. Oh, you meant me and me and Nick? Yeah. I thought you were saying he and Pete Carroll should get together. No, it's it still weirds me out seeing Jason run. What do you? It weirds me out. Weirds you? What are you talking about? Like Everybody just, stop this podcast right now. Stop the podcast and go Google 40, fat guy 40-yard dash, okay? That's it's, AI. I, I, linked it, that's, that's I linked it in the description, okay? And, and look at the way that Nick, the, the, the horizon shot of Nick running, and he, he, that guy just told me that it weirds Trick him out to see me run. Yeah. Trick It's photog- been a while since I saw the video. Do they play the Benny Hill music when he's doing no. his sprint? No. no. Okay. Because no. when I visualize him, I hear the <laughs> Benny Hill music. Like, yeah, it's it, it's an interesting look. Uh, hang on those those four guys: Belichick, Harbaugh, Rabel, Carroll. If you had to pick the coach for your team, put them in Rabel. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with I, I'm with that. Yeah, leader of men, good guy, Rabel. Rabel, uh, Belichick, Harbaugh, and then Carroll. That's my exact well, list I, as well. Uh, as well, that's yeah. the right one. But I don't think you said Pete that said he wanted a coach, but he's. I thought he was staying on in like a front office sort of role. I mean, it was when they first announced it. He said that he's still interested. He has the fire, the, the well, energy for it, but he just doesn't think there's a, a job for him. He specific, uh, so he specifically, it, specifically said he wanted to still be the coach of the Seahawks when he was fired. Oh, uh, that he was like he's like I, not my idea. And then I think he showed some interest in like like of course I would take Justin Herbert and the Chargers job and then it was like I think it was like I don't think that you know even he was like that's probably Harbaugh's job but so but yeah I don't I don't see him going to Washington which that yeah, should be would, that should be Bellamy uh be enemy be enemy is the name of the offensive coordinator right that that should yeah, be it. give correct. it to him did I see the Eagles are looking at Ron Rivera to be their defensive coordinator. Is that a real thing, Nick? Is that a cr- come across? He the said that he would desk? be open to defensive coordinating. Uh, I don't know if the Eagles, I mean, but like, I mean, like, he look, knows I, the division. I, He's very experienced at giving up forty points to each of the teams in that division. So, look, I, I liked Ron Rivera coming F, when the he left the Panthers and Mike McCarthy was hired as the Cowboys. I was like, that's a mistake. We should have got Ron Rivera. Now I'm glad I didn't scream that from the Wait, mountaintops. <laughs> Who would you rather have, Mike McCarthy or Ron, Ron Rivera? Mike McCarthy. Nah, you're stupid. Um, uh, give me the guy who just went 12 and 5, three straight seasons. Okay. What's the problem? <laughs> Look, I don't love it, but I'm not mad that the Cowboys didn't fire Mike McCarthy. Okay. Okay. So they would have given up uh, an extra 10 points to the Packers if they had hired Ron Rivera. I don't care about that. Who, Look, again, uh, I'm, I'm just called, saying, like, I like him as, um, as defensive coordinator. I, I don't hate it. It's better than Matt Patricia. It's a step up. Yeah, that would be weird. Okay, hang on. I, I prepared this whole thing. Those four guys, Belichick, Harbaugh, Rabel, Carroll. Uh, last week we did Bachelor Party. Who would you want as your father-in-law? Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is the answer? Ooh. Oh, well, I, you know, I guess Mike Rabel's pretty cool, but he's just, I don't see him in a father-in-law role. We're too he's, similar he's in little, age. Yeah, he's a little young for you to be in. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not Belichick. Dave, I know that. Dave B's next wife is going to be 20 years old. <laughs> He's going to be older <laughs> than his father-in-law. Uh, I guess Mike Vrabel. Like, Jim Harbaugh, I mean, 
I feel like he's just weren't. He's a hard. We're going to be There's no way. scouting Bible characters for how fast we think their forty time would be. He's he's very religious. See, <laughs> I don't feel him doing that. Pete Carroll, I guess, is probably second. Uh, I just don't know if like I mean, is he still partying? I don't know. Um, and then Hang yeah, on, which one? Pete Carroll. Like I don't know. I, I don't know if he's got like how. Do is, you want your father in law to party? Are we not, oh, you know what? I guess I just went straight to, are we going to a strip club? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you go to the strip club with your father? I was thinking, I, I went to like bachelor party logic Well, we did, that, we did that last week was the thing, but yeah. So it's okay. Um, Nick's got chicken in his teeth. Uh, here, I have some other ones. Uh, you're sharing a hotel room. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Belichick, he's going to bed early. Wait, I don't want oh, that. You, you picked... You pick Belichick, Dave? Yeah. He'll go to yeah. bed early and leave me alone. I'm not going to have to worry about small talk and stuff. I agree 100% that we we would go in there, all right? We'd put our stuff away, maybe watch a few minutes of TV, and then it's quiet time, okay? Just no chit-chat, no, it's not going to be any of that nonsense. We're on to 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> who, who do you have, Nick? Uh... I mean, I, I guess Jim Harbaugh because I feel like he's neat and also like it, it probably will be weird but entertaining. Like I, I've got him going to sleep just like uh, when he was that clip of him playing football with just his khakis and like no shirt on. Like that's yeah. why I've got him going yeah. to bed like khakis. He just shoes. wears the khakis to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. This is less fun than I was thinking. Uh, cook a meal with. The two of you are going to combo in the kitchen together. Bill Belichick. Isn't he supposed to be? Uh, Vrabel. Well, Vrabel, Vrabel seems like a, a steak and just just touch it to the flame kind of guy, which I'm, you know, I'm not steak guy. Mm-hmm. That's not like adventurous. It pro- might probably be good. Uh, Pete Carroll seems like he might be down for like some fast food or like some wings or something fun like that. Uh, we know Jim Harbaugh is going to get a steak with a, a nice frothy glass of milk. So that's probably Jason's pick. Milk callback. Uh, but Belichick's supposed to be like a wine guy, right? Like I feel like he's probably like actually like really good, you know, with like with, with like yeah. uh, I get same gives you same vibes as Pop. Yeah, my answer- for some reason I see Vrabel being real into cooking shows, and he's going to bring some extra like not real into cooking shows Mike but like Brable his wife makes like him watch into cooking, cooking shows? shows yes yes of the four choices that i have of the four choices that i have Vrabel seems most likely to bring something uh, a little fun in the kitchen uh i know he's not one of the options but i've got dan campbell just being constantly flabbergasted by whether it is cake <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe it uh no i'm i'm going belichick as well for kind of what you were saying there nick like i think he has broken down the science the the diagram he knows the exact amount of time that you have to put on whatever yeah uh so yeah bill Bill belichick is my answer um how you guys feel you want to do more you want to talk ut basketball i don't have very much on it or we can just we can just cut it cut the i was at the game on saturday you were at the baylor game yeah (laughs) you you paused for a second I mean, you yeah, were no, there. I was you, at the Baylor game. You were yes. there for the showed incredible halftime, but uh, I, I was there for the important parts. Oh, okay. You showed up at halftime. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, were you on. Ubering me, the first guess. half? Ubering? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was. I got invited to the game an hour before tip. I was like, I'm already at the gym. I'm not going to make it. And then I hit him back uh, when I was done with the gym, and I was like, Hey, if you still have those tickets. Uh, I can be there by halftime. And he was like, yeah. So I went um, and it was, it was a good game. Uh, I was surprised with some of the new faces. I'm, you know, it's still far away from March. So haven't really been honed in on uh, the horns uh, so far this season. It's going uh, bad. uh, Nah, I wouldn't say it's bad. I mean, I saw them lose the game before against UCF, but, but uh, all all I was going to say was, um, Oh, yeah. I was very upset because, uh, so what, it's 73-70 with 15 seconds left, 14 point whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is the perfect amount of time for an Instagram reel. Those things are only 15 seconds long, right? So I hit record. 
uh, Baylor goes down and hits a three, and I just start screaming no because I assume we're going to call a timeout and stop recording, and then I miss <laughs> our guy the length of the court and well, hit the buzzer beater. I mean, I was I was so mad. Everyone around me is going yeah, crazy, high fiving, yeah. and all I can think about is I can't believe I stopped recording. That's because you are far too old to be having the thought. This is the perfect time for an Instagram reel. Okay, what what, what are you, <laughs> fucking college sophomore, Dave? No, you don't. <laughs> Um, watch the game, okay? No, that's the, uh, that's the but, girl dead in him. But also, uh, get a fucking iPhone. That won't happen. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll say this. The guy that uh, that made the game-winning layup or whatever, yeah. I don't know how he made the layup. I know he led us in scoring. He airballed two threes, and he airballed a free throw. Who airballs a free throw? Like You see like big men seven feet tall airball a free throw, but... I don't know. I was like, oh, man, this is this this doesn't look good. Yeah, that's a problem. Look, I like you, Dave. I, I'm not going to pretend like I've watched a whole lot of college basketball uh, this season. Uh, but I said, and you guys were giving me the uh, Jason such a hater. I, I was saying Rodney Terry only got this job because of the very special circumstances that put him in, in the position he was in a year ago. And uh, he was perhaps in over his head. And so far... My take has looked has looked pretty correct. I mean, are you even counting the fact that he lost so much talent from last year's team? Bishop's gone. Tim the Toolman Taylor's gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rice I'm counting is gone. the fact that all the players that Chris Beard recruited to the program are now gone, and he did not replace them with players of equal caliber, and that's a, probably a problem. Uh, and look, I'm I'm hoping that I'm wrong. As always, I'm I'm just rooting for the Longhorns and hoping that I am incorrect. Uh, but Dave B has his hand up. This must be important. Well, I mean, they just beat the number nine team in the country, yeah. and they are currently leading the number 11 team in the country by 15 points on the road with three oh. minutes to go. So he's doing the, something right. By the time this posts, that's going to be bad. Look, I know it's a stupid thing to look at in January, but as of uh, Friday, Texas was out of bracketology. They were not in the tournament. Okay. <laughs> They were out. <laughs> Dave just made a face. D- Dave is making a stink face. He was they were back out. in his chair. Okay? Things up. have been I, bad. I, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I'm Googling it when we get off. I, I need to focus I on I heard this it on the Bill right Simmons now, so podcast, not... okay? It must be true. No. Hmm. Okay, so huh. he, here's the thing. Um, the larger issue is is Coach Rodney Terry, and I do think that he deserve, or he earned the right to coach the Longhorns this season. Now, has he lost that right? Nah, probably. <laughs> probably. So it, it, they gave him a year and they moved on. And I would rather have a guy who's in over his head, as exemplified by the whole horns down thing, um, than, you know, a, a uh, than, than Chris Beard. Like, I, I still don't want that around my program. Even if he, you feel that he's been vindicated by the facts or something uh, after the fact, I still don't want that around the Longhorns. So I, I think that the... the Firing Chris Beard, hiring Roddy Terry was was the right decision, uh, and it, they may end up having to go to hire a better coach after the season. Now, as they mentioned, they've got a hell of a run here. If they can do, if they can win some games uh, during yeah. this next series of games, like then okay, then they're right back in it, and they would still have to have at least a Sweet Sixteen in my mind in the NCAA tournament for Rodney Terry to keep his job. But right now, it's like it's and, and honestly, more than anything on the court. Or in the box score is that fucking horns down thing. That was, I don't want to be a big we're Texas you're not guy, but like that was kind of like like it was very clear that he was like he, he was upset that he lost to, to a team that he could not lose to and took it out over some stupid bullshit. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. I don't care about horns down. I don't care about that ever under any circumstances. Oh, uh, I feel like uh, the fact checking department has been hard at work here, Dave. Not only. Are they currently not said, projected in? Yes. They are, they're not even the first four out. Right, right, right. They're the next four. It'll, but I would ask you, has Mark Few, does he need to be replaced at Gonzaga? Because they are also not currently in the field of, of 68. Got a bit of a track record, okay? And I, I also, I have not called for the guy to re- be replaced. All I said was that he would never have gotten that job if not for... I think it was actually that I was... I felt... It was kind of bittersweet that Texas went to the Elite Eight last year because then they were forced to give Rodney Rodney Terry the job, who I was not sure if he was... I was Actually, I was sure he was not qualified for the job, uh, but I wasn't sure if the job was too big for him. 
I'm hoping that I'm wrong. And they have, you know, Baylor was the first of six straight top 25 matchups. Dave says that they're winning number two tonight. So they might win six in a row versus top 25 teams. And then I'll really look like a dummy. But for the first month of the season, my take looked pretty correct. The, they, Can we put they were 20 bad. on the fact that the Horns are going to make the tournament? <laughs> well, is that our standard? That we're making the tournament? I mean, kind of. <laughs> they will be a top 10 seed. <laughs> no, that is not acceptable, okay? Wow. Wait, top look, 40, and Jason what? says not for me. Um, I will. I mean, I don't. I would. I guess I would have to look at it. But if if Texas is not a top six seed perennially, what are you, what are we doing? We just opened this brand new basketball building. All right. I would say if you're not a, if you're not perennially a top six seed, you are doing poorly. Look, I at, mean that's the top twenty five. Again, Rodney Terry. <laughs> Rodney Terry deserved the right to find what's, out what's that funny, he Dave? is not good enough. So, what How? is funny? How many years have we been perennially a top six team? I mean, Chris top Beard was there seed. for like top yes, six, a top seed. six seed. Yes, Chris Beard all was of there the for Rick what, Barnes years. Season? Go to the Rick Barnes years, <laughs> and then Shaka. What about that? Like you're yeah, living in not all of the Rick Barnes years because the last three were pretty bad. Hence why he's no longer here. It's been like look, over seven look, years since we were perennially a top six seed. This is my. But that, I'm telling you, that's what we should be, okay? So don't be coming at me saying, oh, we're going to be a top 10 seed this year, man. We've, we're making it. No, that's bullshit. We went to the Elite Eight yet last year. If you uh, go from Elite Eight to a 10 seed the next year, boo. Failure. Fail. I just look forward to uh, raising the banner. Another banner is the number 69 team in America uh, and winning that. Winning the NIT? That's what? Yes. Yes. No, the knit. The knit. Uh, all right. Is that it? Do we have any Dave B3 things that we want to put in here? Dave? Uh, things that we missed in the course of the program? Who is the bigger shadow button pusher? Jason to Kinney's League or Bill Sims to the NBA? This trade that nobody cares about today that happened between the Hornets and the Heat, Bill Simmons just literally said oh, like last Sim- week. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Whatever. Am I saying it wrong? Bill Sims? Simons? Whatever. It's, it's Bill Simmons. Simmons. Bill Simmons. 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 Yes. Sorry. 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 Uh, I just – he does this quite frequently. It's it's kind of interesting that he puts this stuff out there and then it happens. Like, I don't know. I mean, I would just say that he's an insightful basketball mind. All right? you should You should check out his program. Like you pushing the buttons on Kenny and saying, "Hey, we need to do uh, super flex," and then yeah, yeah. I don't know, Kenny. I don't. Well, I don't really push the buttons on on Kenny. But what is the last thing that Jason's gotten done in Kenny's league? I mean, uh, I, I guess I guess PPR, half PPR. You're welcome. Yeah, and you wanted full PPR. Yeah. I'm just saying. You you you're you're a uh, rabble rouser. I don't know if you've got any actual uh, power. Rabble rouser. Uh, now, and also, if, I'm if we're gonna say, dis- even if even if if Kenny is just your puppet, I'm still going to say the guy who is apparently controlling the fucking NBA over our dynasty fantasy football league. <laughs> that's that's an easy answer, Dave. I appreciate you trying to what you trying to yeah. do here. Uh, this one is not sports related, but okay. I saw it right before we came on and felt like it was very morning showish. So you guys would have fun. It's with a it. travesty that Greta Gerwig and uh, Margot Robbie are not nominated for Oscars, but I'm rooting for Ken. Uh, there was a guy recently on a flight from Phoenix to Austin who farted so bad the plane turned around so they could kick him off of the flight. Have you ever farted so bad a flight would turn around? No, and he had to <laughs> shit his pants. Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> they were still taxiing. They had left the gate. They were not in the air, but I think he ripped ass twice so bad that they were like, okay, we can't, we can't have this turning around. I, uh, I didn't. That's funny because I did not hear about that. I, uh, <clears throat> I didn't click on it, but a listener sent me a tweet or some something saying, uh, Jason, they're calling you out on Reddit for farting so bad on a plane, <laughs> and I was like, bullshit. I haven't been on a flight, you know, and uh, but I did not click on it. So, well played to whoever that listener was. Uh, no, I, I, I can't imagine that I've, I've done such a thing. And also, I mean, did they have to like drag him off? I would have been like, fuck you. I'm going, I'm going to wherever I had. Also, I would uh, be like, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Okay. 
<laughs> no, I think he pretty proudly let everyone know it was his. From what I, the gist of the article, from what I understand, I think he was upset that someone was eating food on the plane, and he was like, "Well, if they can eat stinky food." I can fart stinky farts. So what, did he just have one chambered? He just was ready? This guy's a <laughs> fucking one, superhero. There was multiple. I guess yes, he's more of yes. a supervillain, but if he can just <laughs> unleash one of these whenever he wants, this is unbelievable. A- a- <sighs> apparently the guy was audibly disgruntled and maybe hungover, according to Reddit. Ah, oh, yeah, sometimes do it to you. Uh, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. And then I guess people accused him of being rude. And he said, well, you thought that was rude. How about this smell? And then proceeded to loudly pass gas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess in that case, you're going to get your ass kicked off. All right. But if you're just having a little stomach issue, that's unfortunate. And people should you know, be more considerate. But uh... for my third DB3, I, I wanted to ask if you guys were into this new TV show, True Detective Season 4, but I just felt like we ended on such a good note with the fart story that I'll just save that one for the next pod. I've never watched True Detective. I tried the first episode. Oh <laughs> Dave God. has made a face again. You didn't again. see the Matthew McConaughey one I, that I, everybody watched? I watched the first episode where he's sitting in the police interrogation room drinking beers and smoking cigs. Is that is he yes. in the interrogation room? Is that where he is? Yeah. And I don't know. It just didn't grab me, and I, I, I never caught the fever. And now I see everybody talking about it, and I'm like, man, I did just finish Fargo, but I only have three episodes left of Billions. Let me get through Billions, and then we can talk about True Detective. Do I have to start at the beginning? No, it's it's no. anthology. Each season is its own new story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, actually, I asked that on season two, and I was like, okay, I'll just start season two. And then it was Vince Vaughn, and I was like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch something you else. Know, it, it does, especially this one, because it's set in, like, Alaska, and it's got Jodie Foster and some uh, boxer lady. Um, it it kind of has Fargo vibes. There's a little bit of, like, is this supernatural? Is it not? It's, there's detectives and police work, which kind of tied into, you know, at yeah. least the, the first. <clears throat> so I, I think you would like it. Uh, season you, two, you which everybody watch- hates, has got Vince Vaughn. You love Vince Vaughn. I just said that. Oh, I don't know. I was- glad, glad to see that you can still not listen to the program <laughs> that you're on. Man, Kajda. <laughs> I, sorry, look. <laughs> Where's the mute cop button on this thing? Holy shit, that was too good. I was trying to figure out what happened to the farter from the plane, okay? This is this is poor Dave Bean for not knowing all the goddamn facts of the story. I'm trying to figure out what happened to the guy. That's uh What happened to the farter on the plane? Season six of True Detective. I'd watch it. Oh, True Detective on a plane? Hell yeah. That that should be on Tubi. That should be on Tubi. Oh my god. Uh, all right, gentlemen, thanks uh, for getting together with me uh, this evening. Can you guys see how sweaty I am? I don't. Yeah, you had to take off your hat because it was Dude, making you sweat even more. Hat. You've I'm been like using toweling. a sweat towel throughout uh, this episode. I, I do a show in here three nights a week, and it's an hour. It's the same length. I don't know what's going on. The heat is. You guys put the, you guys put the heat on me. All right. You put the pressure on me. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I'm very sweaty. So you're welcome, guys. Yeah. The sweat that I have poured into this episode. I see you in three weeks or so. All right. Uh, listen hey, to Nick uh, Monday through Friday. Oh, uh, 11, 11 to one a.m. or no one p.m. eleven to eleven a.m. Oh, to one p.m. <laughs> on one. I was going to finish, but you clearly had something to say, right? Well, I, no. Then I realized you were going to uh, set me up, and then I could do it then, and I, it's, it's fine. Uh, no, I was just going to say that we, I, I feel like you ducked the question. You never got an answer to. Do you owe Dan Campbell an apology? Oh yeah. Okay. Dan Campbell is the uh, eighth best head coach in the NFL, and I uh, I said that he had no chance and that you cannot yell your way to uh, wins in the NFL, and I was wrong on that one, Dan Campbell. Well played. Uh, let's see you do it without Ben Johnson next year. Is it Ben Johnson? Ben Coates? Yes. Ben, ben Simmons? <laughs> ben, uh, ben Simmons. It's, it's Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, right? Didn't, didn't, didn't Ben Johnson run like a four-minute mile? No, he was a Canadian sprinter that got popped for doping in like the 88 Olympics, but good job. I bet you he could run a four-minute mile, though. I bet you he could do it. (laughs) I mean, if he was popped for doping. How many many is, what's Pete Carroll's mile time? (laughs) Uh, Faster than yours, okay? (laughs) Faster than yours. What is yours? It's three letters, okay? What? DNF. DNF. 
Whatever, man. All right. Good to see you guys. 11 to 1, Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio. Listen to Nick. And if you would like to buy slightly above market rate tickets to see the Spurs at the Moody no, Center. No, no, no. They are. They are market rate with no fees. With no fees. I'm no cutting fe- you a deal. Okay. <laughs> uh, get, get at Dave B. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Love you. The Jason Dick and Friends podcast is presented by Poker House Austin Open. Right now, Hester's Crossing and I-35. The grand opening. There's going to be a big event on January 26th. But again, games running every day right now. Check the Poker Atlas app for all the details. They have tournaments going Every day, weekdays, they have a noon, a lunch free roll, literally no entry fee for that one. Uh, And then at 6.30, they have a bunch of fun tournaments as well, including Friday, 6.30 p.m. It's a bounty tournament, the return of the Beat the Dick tournament. Uh, Bust any player, you get $50. Bust me. You're going to get $50 and a little extra special something else. Uh, And so uh, I want you to come hang with me Friday night, Poker House Austin. If you uh, find them on Facebook or on the Poker Atlas app, you can get the details on all their promotions. But they got so many things going on. They have bad beats going during the weekdays. On the weekends, they have their flush frenzy. Make all four flushes each, each suit. You're going to win thousands and thousands of dollars. I believe uh, it is up to $7,000 after it was not hit last weekend. You can get all the details uh, about that uh, on Facebook or on Poker Atlas. And of course, maybe the best thing about Poker House Austin, the kitchen. They have a kitchen that is open any hours that they are open, eventually 24-7, uh, and absolutely uh, delicious food. I, uh, again, cannot. I did not know that breakfast quesadilla was a thing. But holy snap, uh, breakfast quesadilla with chorizo. I had that the other night. It's tremendous. Play three hours in a cash game. You get a free meal. Uh, they have the full-service kitchen anytime they're open. They have a full bar as well, the only bar in Central Texas. Uh, excuse me, the only poker room in Central Texas with the full bar going as well. It's Poker House Austin. Mention this podcast or my name, and you get your first month membership for just one dollar come hang with me friday 6 30 start to the beat the dick tournament the jason dick and friends podcast is presented by poker house austin